For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Are you clapping for the Lord? You have come this far by grace. And you are going further by grace. The year 2024 will be a good year for you. This world is not getting easier. But the Bible says that the people who do know their God in spite of the difficulties of the year and the challenges of the year because politicians are not going to change and do the right thing all the time politicians are not going to say they won't take bribe in 2024 or that they will over invoice in 2024 or that they will not be corrupt in 2024 it doesn't matter what they are doing we are we'll keep praying for them that they do the right thing but one thing I know is that no matter what is happening in this world, the people who know their God, they will be strong. They will be strong. 2024, God's strength will be yours. You'll be strong in God. Oh yes. Oh yes. I wish I would say that the Palestinians will not be attacking the Israelis. And the Israelis will not be bombing them. I, I, I can't say that the Russian invasion of uh, uh, Ukraine will end. But I can say that my God is still on his throne. And because my God is still on his throne, we are going to make it. You will not die in 2024. You will not be poor in 2024. You will serve God in 2024. You will not backslide in 2024. You will still be shining brighter and brighter in 2024. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says that the path of the just is like the shining light. It shines brighter and brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. So you are not going to go dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. You are going to shine brighter and brighter and brighter. Tell seven people I'm going to shine brighter and 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 brighter. I'm going to keep shining. I'm going to keep shining. I'm going to go higher and higher. I'm not going to go down and down and down. I'm going to go up and up and up and up and up. I'm going to go, I'm going to soar on wings like eagles. Oh yes, I will walk and I will not faint. I will run and I will not be weary. Because my God will strengthen me. God will strengthen you. God will come through for you. It will be okay. 
it will be okay. The Bible says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my friends. Is that what he says? In the presence of my friends. In the presence of my supporters. In the presence of those who love me. In the presence of those who like me. In the presence of those who give me money. No, 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 no. He says, in the presence of your enemies, God will prepare a table before you. That means your enemies have to be around. And the enemies will be there. But in spite of their presence, God will prepare a beautiful table with nice things to eat, nice things to enjoy, nice things to flow with. And I don't know whether you even tell some of the enemies, pass me the salt, pass me the pepper, bring me the shito bowl on that side. The enemies will be bringing the shito, bringing the, 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 the salt, and bringing, pass me the juice. The juice. I want to pour some more juice than your enemies are pouring. So don't be so worried when you see things you don't like around. Enemies all around you. Things that are unpleasant all around you. But only be sure that you are in God. And that you are getting stronger in God. And that no matter what is happening in this world, you are still firmly rooted in your God. Romans 8.28 declares for we know that all things work together for good for good not for evil but for good even the evil things that are happening they are all part of the good they will work for your good they will work for your advantage when they put Joseph in prison they thought they had finished him they didn't know that they are taking him to a place where he can be nearer the throne and be a governor of a nation I don't know how as an Israeli boy could have been a governor in Egypt, but only through the prison. And God knew that if he hadn't gone to prison, he would never have got a chance to be in the world superpower of those days and become a governor in Egypt. But thanks be to God that all things work together for, for good for them that love God and those who are the called according to his purpose. That's why sometimes Satan tries to get you to stop coming to church, following God, reading your Bible, and he'll tell you that, oh, it won't work, this thing cry, doesn't really work. He's only trying to get you not to love God. God if you love God, all things, you become like a blow man. You become like uh, Jackie Chan or Jet Li or, uh, or Rambo or Tom Cruise or John Wick. When they have rather taken you to their headquarters where the bosses are, where they are feasting, where they are enjoying, where their girls are sitting on their laps, that's where they have taken the blue man. But it is at that place that his strength is going to be made manifest. And all those who are looking to disgrace him, they will see the power that is at stake. So a blow man, when they take James Bond, when they arrest James Bond and he's in handcuffs, he'll be smiling. It's like, you are, I can see all your installations. 
I can see all the headquarters and this is where you manufacture your bombs and your cocaine and your counterfeit money and this is your strong room. Very good, very good, very good. Then he has a watch. He has a watch. It's like he's going to tell the time. Then he will touch something. Then a wire will come from the, <laughs> from the, from the watch. And he will use it to strangle his enemy. Hey! And collect the key and open the gates. Yes. And he has a pen. When he turns the pen, it becomes a bomb. It blasts everywhere. God has a chip in you. The enemies don't know about. But at the time when they think they've got you. Oh yes. God will give you the upper hand. May you have the upper hand in 2024. God will demonstrate it for you. So don't lose hearts. This evening we are going to cross over into a new year. Oh yes. There was a God has set. He said times and seasons. There's times and seasons in your hand. Is that not so? Yes. He has times and seasons. That's why the years are important. Otherwise you just be living. You know when things are changing. But when you are even growing, you don't see that you are growing. Before you realize your height has changed. Before you realize, I mean, people say, hey, you are tall, hey, you are put on weight, but you don't really see. And you yourself may not know when you are putting on weight till the day comes, you take a particular dress and say, hey, the dress cannot go beyond my hips. Jesus, I put on weight because it's gradual like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But tonight, we are not just flowing into another day, we are flowing into another year. And we are going to enter with style, enter with confidence, enter with faith, because God will do amazing things for your life. This is not the year you are dying. That's not the year you are dying. Believe in God. Believe in God. This is not the year you are dying. This is the year you will live to declare the works of God. This is the year you also give a testimony of healing. A testimony of a turnaround in your situation. Why do you always hear some people giving testimony? And you never give any. But God will give you a testimony. Yes. Every day somebody says, I was healed. I was sick and I got healed. You, you never, even when you are sick, it's like you took Coatem and Para and others. So when you are healed, you don't even really believe that it's from God. It's like it's from Coatem. But God is going to surprise you with a healing that medicine cannot boast about. Some people don't really believe in these things. I don't mind them. Don't mind them at all. Tell somebody, excuse me, I'm entering 2024 with faith and confidence. God will do something. Sometimes we hear people giving testimony. I was there when they brought a car to my house. And then I thank God because I planted a seed. And the seed has brought a car. And you have never given such a testimony before. But 2024, you will have such a testimony. Somebody will come to your house and leave a key. And say, that car at the garage is yours. It is yours. I've never given such a testimony before. Till 2023, this year, 3rd of January, I was minding my own business in my own house. And there came a man of God 
who said to me, I didn't want you to finish your birthday without something you can hold. So I declared that, what is this something I can hold? He lifted the key and put it in my hand. When I saw the logo on the key, I saw that it was a Mercedes Benz. It's not even a car that I dream about or pray about, but God surprised me. My God will surprise you. My God will surprise you. Somebody has got a Range Rover. 2022. I see 2020, either 2022 or 2023 model. I can't tell, but it's a fresh model. It's a 2022, 2023, something somewhere. Range Rover. Hey! My God and my Lord. More prophecies will be coming at the end of this year our father and our major prophets will be coming to us with prophetic words to answer us hey! there are weights and they are heavy weights you know when you watch boxing that's why you see that people are not the same yeah because there's feather weights there's light weights there's bantam weights there's fly weights there's eh, super feather weights Hey, there's welterweight, weight, there's middleweight. Hey! And before you get to light heavyweight and then heavy heavyweight, aha, uh-huh. and then super heavyweight. Hey! So in the realm of the spirit, there are also super heavyweights and there are lightweights. I don't know where I fit, but I can tell you that the prophet who will come to us tonight. He is coming with heavyweight prophetic anointing. Oh yes. We will also be adding our own. Whether it's heavyweight or lightweight or bantamweight or featherweight. Whichever weight it is. The boxing match. Everybody watches boxing match. Whether it's superweight, featherweight or whether somebody is a champion. Yes. Whichever weight I'm in, whichever division, I'm a champion there. Somebody is lowering my microphone. And then you don't want me to prophesy again. Eh? You don't want me to prophesy again. If you are tired of prophetic words, allow me because there are some people eh, they don't have any good background. Oh. They don't have any supporter. Oh. They don't have any sponsor. Oh. What they have is the word on the mouth of a prophet. And when it comes to you, it will change your life. Your life will change this year. 2024, your life will change by a prophetic word. Oh yes. You get a job you never applied for. You get a promotion you don't qualify for. Oh yes. You get salary increase times three, times five, times ten, partly dollars, partly cities that you didn't work for. God will give you. You will stay in an apartment you never rented. Oh yes. You didn't rent it, but it will be given to you. A house you didn't build will be given to you to live in it till you die. Oh yes. Nice house. A house with air condition. These type of houses, there, there are no windows. There are no doors. You have to crawl into the house. And you have to stay in it in the heat and the fire as though they are baking you some of you when you enter your house you don't wear anything again you are more than other men because if you wear something you, you sweat pure to cry you don't wear but that's not how we live 
We are not in the stone age. You must be able to live in your house with a morning coat. Oh yes. And with bedroom slippers. Oh yes. Yes. You have a duvet that covers you. Yes. Silk pajamas. But untime is shut. Because Adam was But God will give you a house. Fully air conditioned. Oh yes. Some of you say you have air conditioning. When you turn it on, it's even more than the sun in your room. Hey! When you, you turn on your, your AC, eh, you can't get a call. When you get a call, you have to go out of the house. Because window uh, uh, air conditioning you need to know it's more than nikanika there's somebody who asks are you at the corn mill he said no where are you so i'm somewhere you can't even say where you are but that is how our god will transform your life and change you completely believe it me, I've been believing things ah, to this point. I've been to university, but my university cannot determine how I am and couldn't have determined how I am. You are too dependent on your education and your connections and your salary. I've heard from several sources that nobody prospers on salary. Nobody prospers on salary. I don't know why you are so dependent and I'm going to work and my boss and my boss and my work and my boss and my work I can't come to church I can't go for fellowship because of work and this and that and that and that you are too dependent on your own effort the Bible says that God hates that which produces sweat like any effort that is just making you sweat God doesn't like it yeah cease from your own labor and enter into his rest. So, I felt I should just warm you up this morning with this warmer prophetic word. Yes, yes. Hey! Somebody has got a beloved. As a matter of fact, seven people are getting beloved in the first three weeks of 2024. Proposals are coming. First three weeks of 20. I don't know who it is. I don't know which ones are here. But I want you to receive it in the name of Jesus. God will do it. God will do it. Who told you that you won't marry? Because your family, they don't marry there. You have a wedding. I declare that you have a wedding. I declare that you go for honeymoon. I declare that you'll be pregnant. You have children in the name of Jesus. Believe it. Don't lose hope. Don't give up on God. For he won't give up on you. He's able. God is able to do just what he said he would do. Don't give up on God, for 
give up on God. Lift your hands. Father, thanks a million for the wonderful privilege we have to know you, to serve you, and to advance in life with you. This morning as we come to your word, we ask that you open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. Please be seated. I see Reverend Daniel Doku here from Macarius Avenue. It's a church called Macarius Avenue. But it's not our branch. So I was wondering where they stole the name from. But I realized that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that calleth upon him out of a pure heart, he will also appear to them. So God bless you for joining us this morning in this service. What a blessing. I'm finishing on my little series I began on the master key to gratitude and being thankful, and which is remembrance. I began by talking about remembrance that makes you grateful to God. And then last week, I talked about remembrance that makes you grateful to people that God has used. Today, I'm talking about seven keys that will help you remember. Yes. Number one, study history. Study what? Yeah. I'm going to do quite a bit of reading because I've been preaching the whole year. Maminken kind, I actually free. It's not every day that I'll be preaching extempore like that. <laughs> I'm preaching from chapter five. Yes. Study history. There are certain reasons why people forget things. You must fight the natural tendency. To forget important things. You have to fight the natural tendency. Most of us are not... You, you, you can't memorize things so easily. In China, you're a baby. If somebody mentions their name, when you meet them the next time, you can't remember. Even just the name. Before the details of what you discussed. And some people too have selective remembrance for only concern. So they have, they can remember but not important things. <laughs> so as the children of Israel prepared to experience the promised land, God knew that they would forget almost everything they had learned. Moses narrated and rehearsed the history of their journey to them. Turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 6. In verse 20 he says, And when your son asked thee in time to come, saying, What mean the testimonies and the statutes and the judgments which the Lord our God hath commanded you? Then thou shalt say unto thy son, We were Pharaoh's bondmen in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand, and the Lord showed signs and wonders great and saw upon Egypt, upon Pharaoh, and upon all his household before our eyes. And he brought us out from thence 
that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore to our fathers. So he was saying that there will come a time your children will ask you, what are all these, thou shalt this, thou shalt that, all these commandments, statutes, judgments, that a body of teachings that you have. Then you will explain to them that we were in Egypt, we were slaves, and God delivered us. It means that it's something you must tell. Actually, in verse 2, uh, if you look at verse 2 of Deuteronomy chapter 6, he says, That thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command thee, and thou and thy son, and thy son's son, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged. Verse 3. He says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that you may increase mightily, as the Lord thy God, the God of your fathers, hath promised thee in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Continue. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord with all your heart, your, your soul, and your might. And then he continues, And these words which I command you this day shall be in your hearts. And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt walk, talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. So there are things that he gave them, it's supposed to be in their heart, and they are supposed to teach their children and their children's children. That's why Sunday school was established. But it wasn't supposed to be just in the church. People who knew God and came into contact with Him were supposed to also teach their children. You know, now when you are with your children, it's almost awkward to say you are teaching them something in the Bible. It's like they don't even want to hear from you. They want to hear from their Sunday school teacher. You see? And so some of us parents, we don't know the raw stories of the Bible. Sunday school, Papa. And then you too, you haven't read it and you have not taught anybody. Because one of the ways to learn is to teach. When you teach, you remember a lot of the things. Alright, so God instituted these commandments, statutes, judgments, these body laws, so that they will keep it in their hearts and always remember who God is. And what he wants from them. What he expects of them. He has showed thee, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you. So, he gave it to them. And they were supposed to keep it. And then teach it. So that your children will come up. To come and know the God you also came to see. Do you understand? Or some of you don't, you don't read the Bible. So you, don't even, you can't teach your children to read the Bible. Next year must change. Every day, Bible reading. Every day, Bible study. Every day. And teaching. Because we want to be strong in the Lord. Gossiping. Telling about somebody and this person. It's like the only conversation you have is somebody has done this. Somebody has... Hey, I've seen a boy be that he's working with. I think they are in love. This and that and that. Eh! Meanwhile, you don't even know. But that can be the main topic for two hours. And later you find out that it's not true. So then, all your two hours of talking. 
is wasted life. And many, especially girls. I mean, girls have that thing. I'm not afraid of you. You think I'm afraid of you? Don't bring yourself. Don't squeeze your face at me. Let me not. Don't, don't change my message right now. It's true. What I'm saying is true. You know it's true. <laughs> yeah. The way you are looking at making your face, of course, you are no man. My own name says, like, eh, Bishop, eh, me, me, can't perform some more. Don't bring yourself. <laughs> anyway, so you teach it. So, God, all of it was to help them to remember the things that God had done for them. If you read Judges chapter 2, the Bible says that Joshua, when Joshua had let the people go. Verse 6. The children of Israel went every man unto his inheritance to possess the land. The people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua who had seen all the great works of the Lord that he did for Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died being 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath Heres, in the Mount of Ephraim, on the north side of the hill Gash. And also, all that generation were gathered unto their fathers. And there arose another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which the Lord had done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baalim. And they forsook the Lord God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt and followed other gods of the gods of the people that were round about them and bowed themselves unto them and provoked the Lord to anger. Are you listening? And they forsook the Lord and served Baal and Ashtoreth. Ashtoreth. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel. And he delivered them into the hands of spoilers that spoiled them. In 2024, you will not go into the hands of spoilers. And he sold them into the hands of their enemies. May you never be sold into the hands of your enemies. Round about so that they could not any longer stand before their enemies. With that, so ever they went... They went out. The hand of the Lord was against them for evil. Hey, may God's hand never be against you for evil. As the Lord has said and as the Lord has sworn unto them, and they were greatly distressed. Nevertheless, the Lord raised up judges which delivered them out of the hand of those that spoiled them. And yet they would not hearken to their judges. But they went a whoring after other gods and bowed themselves unto them. They turned quickly out of the way with their fathers walked in, obeying the commandments of the Lord, but they did not so. Their fathers obeyed the commandment, but they did not do that. So God is always prodding us by his prophets and teachers and turning our attention to what he has done for generations gone by. And that is why it is declared that you must study history. Because those, that generation that didn't know the Lord, they didn't have to be, you can't be born in one generation. One generation will be born and then another group will come years after. So if you didn't know the Lord, eh, 
And you didn't meet the Lord that your fathers met. They saw him when he came down on the mount in terrible fire and, and smoke and thunderings. They heard his voice and they were afraid. They, they saw the Red Sea open. You are not there. What, what does it mean? What does it mean for you? It means you must study the history. And learn the things that they went through. So that even though you are not present. By reading and studying history. It will be as though you were there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think our politicians they are, they are not studying our history. How we, there used to be so, such corruption that there were words that were coined like kalabule. Do you know kalabule? Yes. There used to be words you see in the dictionary, you never hear of them, but it was being practiced. So they came up out of the dictionary and they were being spoken on the air, hoarding and profiteering. Eh? And what else? Hmm? Hoarding, like hoarding, like instead of displaying milk, tinapa, sardine, it, what they call essential commodities. I don't know why these days it's not so, we don't eat those things. Ah, it's common. Okay, yeah. But those days, if you, are, you have milk, tinapa, sardine, do they still have tinapa in Ghana? Hey, I've not, geisha. Wow, do they still make them? And people still eat them? I've not been anywhere where they have served geisha. Hey, okay. Huh? Now we don't eat them. Uh, it's nampa. Okay. And they used to keep them in their homes to, to create shortage so that the prices can go up. Hoarding. So it became a problem in Ghana. And, the, and the, 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 the soldiers who were now, they were not called ministers, they were something called, was it commissioners? Yeah, commissioner for something, greater Accra commissioner, those that were like regional minister was called commissioner. You see. They were also, I mean, hoarding, they go to the places where the things are made, they collect the things, they share it to their girlfriends and small, small girls and things around, their relatives. And the, 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 it was not in the system. Hey, Ghana was hard. Even toilet roll, you have to go and kill. Toilet roll. Everything was scarce. Then Rollins was a junior rank person in the army. When he saw the officers, the way they were living, he like, ah, we who are supposed to defend the nation, look at how we are living, making, uh, he said they have, then he came up with speeches, where they have joined their Lebanese, whatever, business cronies, and they are, they are drinking the blood, they are vampires, drinking the blood of the nation. Hey, it was not easy. Because the politicians of those days, they were very wild. So he came up, and he slaughtered people, he made them slaughter people, imprisoned people. Hey, Army officers who had bought houses. We, we are in the barracks. We don't know how you can get a house at airport residential area. How did you get an airport at airport Report at Gunda Barracks and explain. They confiscated all those houses. For years it was in, under the power of the government. So they released them later on. But our politicians are not 
learning from that history that you do this type of things feeling free just collecting money somebody who just becomes a minister small boy 30 something years then you have a chain of flats at expensive areas small just a common civil servant no your salary is maybe 5214 <laughs> officially how do you get all this but you haven't learned from history that this type of thing they are met with a certain type of judgment so they are feeling free that's why Rollins when he was alive he even gave a speech that this type of things that are happening they can bring a kaboom so he brought a kaboom speech they call it kaboom speech like he's talking about it can bring an explosion and they didn't like it at all. Like, what do you mean? The country is at peace. Why should he talk like that? But he's not talking. He's talking like that because of how some people are behaving. Try not to join such people because it may not be easy for you. Anyway, so study history. Study what? History. In Exodus 1 8. The Bible says, Now there arose. A new king hmm? over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. <laughs> and he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them and let's, let them multiply and it come to pass that when they were, they, they followed out any war, they joined also unto our enemies and fight against us and so get them up out of the land therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens and they built for pharaoh treasure cities pithom and ramses you see what it is saying is that this joseph in genesis was the one who came from prison and in the time of famine he gave a very wise counsel and they they they, they saved harvests and then they were able to save the people of Israel, uh, Egypt. And then all the nations of the world came to Egypt to come and buy grain. And he was the supervisor of it. So he became very great in uh, Egypt. And it opened a way for his own people, the Israelis, to come to Egypt to come and live there. So they created a whole community for them, like how we have Budumburam. For the Liberians, if you remember, Budumburam, when there was a war in Liberia, they came and then they created Budumburam. For, is that also? Yes. Yeah. So they created a place called Goshen for them. And they lived there. Then comes a king who doesn't know Joseph. And he doesn't also know the works that Joseph had done for Egypt. Do you understand? Then you just get us up. Who are these Israelis? Ah! These foreigners have come. They are just you know, collecting our women, collecting our, they are, they are just enjoying in our nation. Where did they come from? Let's, let's, let's be careful. One day these people will join our enemies in battle against us. So let's make their life miserable and drive them out of the land. Oh! But if you don't know Joseph, and you don't know the works that Joseph had, how will you know it? By studying history. Wow. Wow. But he didn't study history. He started to make their lives miserable. And at the end of the day, they cried to God, then God sent Moses. And when Moses went, nine plagues devastated the whole nation. 
So, study history. History will guide you. Are you listening to me? History will what? Guide you. Sometimes, you should study your mother. Yeah. And learn from her history of her behavior in the house. And see how the marriage has gone. Do you understand? You won't study. You also talk like your mother. Could you first saw her? That, that, talking to your father. Could you first saw her? You are talking to your husband. I, I told the children to eat rice. You said they should eat yam. I told them to eat rice. You said they should eat yam. First saw her. <laughs> now you are not learning from your mother. Do you understand? <laughs> you are feeling free. Tell somebody, study history. Somebody, somebody wants me to go further, but I'm not going further. <laughs> so, Pharaoh forgot the history of his own country. Okay. So, next one, number two. Do not let your successes destroy your memory. I'm talking about seven keys that will help you to remember. When you study history, you remember things that have happened in the past. And number two, don't let your successes and prosperity destroy your memory. Hmm? In Deuteronomy chapter 8, the Lord is speaking to us. He says, When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein and when thy heads and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness wherein were fiery serpents, scorpions and drought where there was no water who brought thee forth water out of the rock of flint who led thee in the wilderness with, with manna which your fathers knew not that he might humble thee and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end and thou say in thine heart my power and the might of mine hand have gotten me this world but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth it is God who gives you power to get wealth. It is God who gives you strength to be alive. It is God who gives you power to work. It is God who gives you ideas for business. 
it is God who gives you the energy to go about and do business and buy and sell and come again and make profit. It is God. Remember that it is God. You see, he refers to prosperity as when you have eaten and you are full. And when you have built goodly houses. Yes. And you have filled them with all good manner of good things. Yes. And when you have what? Underground, you have underground parking. Beautiful. People who are prospered, people who are successful, have a temptation to forget God. That's why the Bible says that it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into heaven. Because when you have, you have things, you see, nobody can talk to you anyhow. When you come to us and get up, you don't want to get up. It's like, why should they get me? One guy, he said, every day we come, lift your hand, lift your hand, sit down, stand up, lift your hand, bring it down. Are we in kindergarten? It's like, you go to church, oh, everybody please lift up. You know, when the worship leader when you lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. It's like, he has not said anything to you guys, lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. He said, like, why should I lift up my hand? You see, it's only because you have something and you have money and you have built a house or houses and your goods have multiplied and you are able to eat and you are full and you leave some you throw away leftover food because you have, you have eaten and it's like who, who should I leave it for I just throw it away when you have eaten and you are full you have a temptation when you don't have it that's why the choir is full of people who don't have much Now, those who have things, they don't come for a You can't tell them to come for a You can't tell them to wear uniform. Some of you cry, don't have anything, but you don't like uniform. Like, I have to wear uniform. Or to flat, or chest flat. Own person, or share uniform. I'm not afraid of you. If you like, bring yourself just now. We say, be careful, because the carefulness is for people who have something. When you have built, where's the verse? He says, when you have built, when you have eaten and you are full, and has built goodly houses, and now you are dwelling in the house that you have built. I'm telling you, when you wake up from the house you are built, and a message can come into your head. You'll be surprised. Now you are at a rented place, so you, are hum- you say you are humble. Oh, you are welcome to my humble abode. Ah, it will be definitely be a humble abode. <laughs> now you have to be careful. Those of you who have a land, those of you who have put a foundation on it, those of you who have built a house, those of you who have built houses and rented some out, be careful. Those of you who eat, it's like you don't struggle to get food to eat. Be careful. Those of you who can go to the gym, be careful. Or you can pay for gym. Go and do bench press. You have to be careful. Because you are strong and you are able to push weight. And you are able to breathe in and out and go and come. And you have not gone to hospital in the last three years. Be careful. You can speak in a way. Put your 
your five fingers on your chest and make declarations. Be careful. Those of you who have been to school and you have prospered in a way through school, you have to be careful. You, you know English. You can speak English. You have to be careful. Because when you, have, you are intelligent and you, you, you know that you are intelligent, it's a very dangerous thing. One professor, he says that when he dies, he's so intelligent that when he dies, they should preserve his brain. Have you ever told anybody to preserve your brain? <laughs> when you are beautiful, eh? and a lot of boys and brothers like you or call you or say hello to you, you have to be careful. But when you become a wife, you can be disrespectful. You have to be careful. What you have, what you, you have things. Do you understand? You have something. Oh, problem You don't have a problem. Even let's say your hair is not yours, but it's long. You have been able to go to MK Lash. They have extended it and it flows. When you turn, then it moves like that. Be careful. Well, even though the hair is not yours, you have it. So because you have something, it makes you, it feeds the pride in you. It makes you talk in a way. Don't let your prosperity, your successes confuse you. Yes. Those of you shepherds and pastors who can preach and people come to you, Philip, and give your friend on radio, then they'll be calling you. Oh, Pastor Philip, uh, 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 I called Pastor Philip. I was with Pastor Philip. Pastor Philip prayed for me and then I was blessed. I got healed. And they, be careful. Be careful. Because you can pray on radio. You have to be careful. Because your phone is loaded with messages. Merry Christmas. Even Merry Christmas that I don't get, you are getting. <laughs> Momo and things they are giving you. You have to be careful. That's why most gifted ministers can't stay under control. When he can preach, he can pray, he has some gift, prophetic gift. He can never be under anybody. He has to be on his own. Huh? Pastor Philip, uh, I came to the church because Pastor Philip called me on radio, said I should come to the church. Be careful. Because you can bring people from radio. You have to be careful. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, so I'm preaching to you. I mean, kind of direct. Because when I say you have for success, it's as if it doesn't affect you. I'm talking to you. Yes, a general ambience. If you are a professor who lectures at a, 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 a Bible school, you have to be careful. Yes. <laughs> because like you know the word, but if somebody is preaching, you'll be thinking about a verse that can make the preaching better and to say, hey! <laughs> when we are preaching the talk, so, oh, this chapter, I even taught it last week. The students, they couldn't even sit down. The whole place was on fire. 
when I finished, they said they have never heard any preaching like this before in their life. And somebody is preaching it in their church. You have to be careful. Hey, please get up. <laughs> oh, yes. Be careful. Beautiful girls who have married, be careful. Beautiful girl can speak English. Be careful. Yeah. Because, because we are beautiful, you could speak English, you went to school. That's why somebody found you and said, I like you because you, you can speak good English. One brother even said that the beloved you get, you know, she should be able to order things from eBay. <laughs> it's like, if you can't order things from eBay, it's like you're so local, it's like a local girl. You can only order Uber <laughs> or both. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the girl. I've never had such a qualification before. Have you heard something like that before? It's like the girl that I want to be loved with must be somebody who can order things from Alibaba, eBay, Amazon, this type of internet sales. Hey, and look at you, the girls that are here. Many of you, you can order things from eBay. You are wondering what is eBay? Why are disqualified in that? So you don't know why somebody doesn't when he talks with you a bit and he realizes that ah girl no need me cannot order things from Amazon. No, 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 no. He's changed his mind. But he's looking for a girl who can order things. When we found you, you can order things from eBay. No annoyer than day and day. That's why you should not let your successes dictate to you. Try and be humble still. David had mighty men, 30 of them. All of them could fight. One could kill 800 at one time. One could kill 300 at one time. One could take on a whole battalion of enemies and kill them. And yet they were humbly under David. There are people here, we have home cells. You are good enough to gather people. You can, but you don't want to submit to anyone. Don't want to say, oh, have a meeting at this time. Okay, bring the data. Your data, come on, take the offering, send it here. You don't like to be controlled, go left, go right, go right. It's pride. It's pride. And that's why you can't often be grateful because you, you are too full of yourself. I said, be careful, lest when you have eaten and you are full, you have built goodly houses, then your silver and your gold have multiplied. When you go to your bank account, you go, you see bank managers. Yes. You are in premier banking. Executive banking. When you go, they put you in a, 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 lounge, a lounge and give you tea and biscuits. And then you don't even sign check. You just tell them that you want, you want this amount. Then they bring it. There's no check. And here for a sign check. <laughs> you have to be careful. Because it will affect you as time goes by. God knew that when you have all these things, you you forget me. You forget. You forget. And then when your your heart will be lifted in you and then you will say, my own arm, my own power has gotten me this world. But remember that it is the Lord who gives you power.
to get wealth. It is the Lord who gives you power to be beautiful. It is the Lord. You can pray, lead prayer with the prayer voice. Everybody lift your hand. You can dress nice, always wearing nice suit. Watch your photo now or Facebook. Now you go to a furniture shop. The furniture is not yours. You sit on the chair and you take a photo, put it on Facebook. Hey! What problem to is this? Go and stand by my car and take a photo. What are you saying? That's why there are many places you see the pastor doesn't want anybody to do anything because when these people rise up, soon they'll say that they are also powerful. I went to a church in Singapore. The pastor had gone for holidays. He had gone for holidays. They were watching video. It was time to preach. They invited him to preach. They put on the video. Nobody preaches when he's not there. Before you come and say that when you traveled and the man came, there was joy. People were blessed. When he came back and he preached, people were annoyed. Hey, sit down and watch my preaching. And the preaching was a message he preached four years before that time. Four years ago preaching. You preach it, you, you watch it today. That's why you have forgotten. Watch it again. Yes. So that you don't forget the message. I don't want anybody to come there. I, one pastor, he was an associate pastor. He said that when his senior pastor travels, there's joy. When the senior pastor travels, there's joy. He waved his hand like this. I, I, he was talking to me, my, my, my bishop said, wave his hand. There is joy. People are blessed. <laughs> and the church grows. <laughs> yes. The church grows in the senior pastors. And when he, the associate, comes to preach. There's a, when the senior pastor returns from his journey and he mounts the puppy, people are annoyed. Oh, how do you talk like that? Just because you can teach, and he could teach. I'd heard him for, he preached to me for one year in our fellowship. I knew he could teach and preach. But just because you can teach and preach, you have to be careful. It doesn't. It shouldn't make you feel you are greater than the one you are under whom you are serving. I can never be great. I, I can't even even make it as a joke. Even the one who taught me to preach, one day I'll say that I preach better than him. What nonsense is that? And sometimes when you have people who are listening to you who don't read the Bible, who don't study, when you preach, more, say, hey, there's no man of God like you in the world. Don't take such praises to heart. You can sing. I bet no money are there. Christian, see. When you come there, you hold the microphone and be licking your mouth. Hey, everybody, everybody, put your hands together. Hey, 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 hey. Just say, the new Joe Metal in Ghana is at Macarius Church. I went with him to uh, uh, King of Kings at. Uh, when I, I left, the pastor told me that he wants him to come back and come and lead praises and things. He's doing some concert. He wants Abednego and his team. They should come. Hey! Me cry, they didn't invite me back. (laughs) 
Ministering is Abednego Madria. So, Minister Abed. They will even say your full name, Minister Abed. Now, you have a microphone. You will even tell people where you came from. You won't tell people who has trained you. But I'm always training him. Even how to pronounce English words. I, I teach them. And it means something. You have to remember such things. But one day when you stand somewhere and they are praising you, you should say, look, I want to thank God for my father. Even how to pray. I used to say, what? Eh? Eh? Who would have thought that a lamb could not taught? Taught is teach. Past tense for to teach. Taught. My teacher taught me how to sing. Taught. But thoughts. Again, who would have thought? Thought. Yes. The one who is teaching you how to say the words. Phonetics, which you should have learned when you were in uh, kindergarten and nursery one and two and class one and three. You are not learning it after you have finished university. Somebody is teaching you. If you are humble, it will perfect you. And one day when you stand somewhere at a place of elevation, you should be able to say, it is this person who has, done me, who has made me who I am. That's why I can never forget Bishop Dagwood Mills. For till I die. I see, you can be a pastor, you will say, oh, uh, Bishop Dag has done this. But when you, you are, when you are, like God told uh, some, uh, Saul, when you were little in your eyes, I made you a king. But you can be little in your eyes, even though you can have a congregation now, people are standing outside. Now when you are coming, they line the streets from the gates all the way to your car park. When you open, they put a carpet, you walk on it. Hey! Then one day when Bishop Dag says that, uh, I was there today, they called me, we have a camp on the 3rd of January to the 6th. I'm going, Pepe, I'm going. I'm supposed to be on break. But they said, oh, I'm, I want to have a camp from 3rd to 6th, to the, to the camp I go. I go to the camp. Whatever holiday you have, you cancel it. I see when you are big and powerful, so I've arranged my business ticket. Going to Dubai and Qatar. And uh, I'll be in Dubai for one week, Qatar for another week before I see whether maybe to go to Florida a bit and come because of the weather. I like the uh, tropical weather in the Western world. I don't think I'll be available for such a meeting. You can easily say that. And so when your goods have multiplied, when your flocks have multiplied, when your congregation has multiplied, it can change you. Lante, those of you who are four wheel drives, do you see? And when nice caftans, it's not, and with spectacles, it's not easy to be, yes, to be ordered, hey, go and come, sit down, hey. Come here. We are having a meeting at four o'clock, five o'clock. You know, there are pastors when I have done prayer, they don't get up to pray. Because they have a house that they sleep in. They have a bed they sleep in. I call them for prayer. Me, I can sleep at three AM and wake up at ten to four so that I can lead a prayer. They will not, they will not join. 
They will not join at all. Pastors. Not members. Pastors. Hmm. But I've made as though I've not seen. But I've compiled all their names. I'm going to have a meeting with them. Yeah. I made me for a prayer meeting. Oh my. That only, not even one hour. Like the whole Saturday, I have not slept. I slept for 50 minutes. I'm leading a prayer meeting. I've woken up for two hours. And you, you slept at 10. You can't wake up at 4. Serious. We've had prayer meetings. Huh? You will not wake up. You won't come and join. You call yourself a pastor. It's because you feel powerful and great. That's why. But I'll show you that I'm more powerful than you. And I'm greater than you as far as this church is concerned. Yeah. I have prayer meeting. You can't come then out. We will see you here from my lawyers. Yeah. So, be careful. Beautiful girls. Nobody can marry you. Because when we say it, you may say that we don't like girls. But honestly... Marriage is a little bit different from friendship. Yes. Talk, I talk, 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 talk, I talk. Yeah. I have to be careful. And if you're a man who thinks that you are also powerful, you see, there are men. That's why they have something male chauvinism. Male something. They have this type of eh? misogynism. That one, the women are those who say those things. Yeah. But there are men, it's like because you are a man, you, you, you are your own boss. You, you can't be your own boss all the time. It's not every time. You can be your own boss at work, but you should be able to be humble to be ashes. This year, 2024, we have to have new ashes. People who, have, who are elite, people who dress well and have money and things. You see, people who, who, are, who have jobs and are intelligent. You be ashes. Instead of just, it's like, me, I can't ash David was a king. He said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God. Uh, we are coming back tonight. Let me end. But it's a nice preaching. Yes. Let me give you. Yes. Uh, which one should I give you? Number three is passage of time. Number four is recognize the hand of God. Okay, passage of time. Maybe end with passage of time. It's okay. In Genesis forty twenty three, the Bible says, "Let's start from Genesis. Start from verse eighteen. And Joseph answered and said, "This is the interpretation thereof." The three baskets are three days. Yet within three days shall Pharaoh lift up your head from off thee and shall hang thee on a tree and the bear shall eat thy flesh from off thee. Verse 20. And it came to pass the third day which was Pharaoh's birthday that he made a feast unto all his servants and he lifted up the head of the chief butler and of the chief baker among his servants. And he restored the chief butler unto his butlership again. And he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hands. But he hung the chief baker as Joseph had interpreted them. Verse 23 says, Yet 
did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. And it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh dreamed, and behold, he stood by the river, and behold, there came out of the river seven, blah, 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 next one, and behold, the seven kind, they ate the whatever, the next one, verse, uh, whatever, and, and the ill-favored cow, verse, next one, and he slept and dreamed the second dream, and he continued, next verse, and behold, seven thin ears, Next one, and the seven thin ears. Yes, next one, next bed. And it came to pass in the morning that the spirit was, his, his spirit was troubled. And he sent and called for all the magicians of Egypt and all the wise men thereof. And Pharaoh told them his dream, but there was none that could interpret them unto Pharaoh. Then spake the chief butler, two years old. When you go and you are restored, remember me. Two years, he didn't remember. So two years after now, he said, Yay! I do remember my faults this day. I do remember my faults. Yay! Pharaoh was wrought with his servants and put me in the ward in the captain of the guest house. Both me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream in one night. And I and he, we dreamed each man according to the interpretation of his dream. And there was there with us a young man an Hebrew servant a servant to the captain of the guard and we told him and he interpreted to us our dreams to each man according to his dream he did interpret hey, and it came to pass that as he interpreted to us so it was me he restored unto mine office and him he hanged then Pharaoh said go and bring the man you see two years on Kai guy see So passage of time can also make you forget important things that have been done in your life. Because just time has gone. So yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Somebody was telling me, I, I, I think I officiated their wedding. I was the main, uh, was it your wedding? Uh, did I officiate your wedding? No, there was a, uh, somebody, eh? somebody said, yeah, but Reverend Kingsley, this, this, this old man here. How many years ago? 31 plus years ago. 31, almost 32 years ago. I officiated your wedding. Yes, Bishop. At the medical school canteen. Hey! Menkai! I don't remember. But time, you know, I was remembering maybe first year, but not 31 years there, honestly. I forgot. You see, to me, it's... I'm not the burden of the remembrance for such an event. It's not on me. But it's on him. So he remembered that I officiated. So if something has happened today, and maybe I say something to him, and he should remember that. I am the one who said, go forth. And, and you married your wife? I did, Bishop. And you went for honeymoon? I did, Bishop. And, 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 and you didn't consider that you are committing fornication? Not at all. Because I've prayed over you. Because you have made a pronouncement. So, so I'm like God so, so he said what God has put together let no man put asunder so I am the God who put them asunder so how can it be that after a few years or 10 years or 20 years I'm no longer the God that put them together he has to remember but time shouldn't let him feel that my input in his life so are there children in the man? beautiful children 
How many? Three children. What profession? Uh, one into education and two are doctors. Two are doctors. One is into education. But with the passage of time, you can easily forget because what I said over them is only by faith will it be materializing as the years go by. Do you understand? But the relationship between what I said and what they are today, you can easily not, they don't, ah, I mean, if you marry a lot of, even people go to Registrar General and they are married. I mean, if you put us together, what, what, what have you done? It's not anything there. But it's something. It's something. And he was remembering, he was reminding me that I officiated the wedding. And I keep reminding you almost every year. Every year. I am officiating you every year. That's what was You will tell your children and your children's children. I was at an engagement on Saturday. The girl who was being married, the father is my, was a pastor and he's also my friend. And I went to there. He told me that you are the one who officiated our wedding and you are the one who outdoored our baby. And I remember the outdooring. 5 a.m. I think they are very traditional people. 5 a.m. was a 5.30. This type of homes where they are very traditional. Yes, even the engagement crowd, all the men were in the hall. Were not allowed outside. Now, very traditional. And it, I remember 5.30 or something a.m. Early morning, I was there. I didn't even remember that I officiated their wedding. I said, ah, where, where was Bishop and where was Bishop Saki? Because I would, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm like the third or fourth player. So you did everything. And then our baby too. I think the second one to you did it. Look at Prince. Prince is an old church member. He married. Unfortunately, his wife died. When they came to me, one day I said, you'll be happy again. It was, he had two beautiful girls, Chelsea and Florida. Yes. Very nice names. Huh? Lovely names, Chelsea and Florida. <laughs> you support Chelsea and then you, are, you like Florida. <laughs> yes. And I said, you will laugh again. You will smile again. You will be happy again. And over time he told me that he has seen something. I said, what have you seen? So there's some lady in the church. I said, give me some few. They said, I have to do some background checks. Yes, and I did some background checks. And I, I called there to my office and I did some interviews. Yes. I'm not going to find somebody who's, and his wife was very nice, very, very lovely type of non-quarreling woman who has died. I need to be sure. Tell me, yeah, one or two interviews. I'm saying, okay, I think it's going to work. And today he's married and has added eh? Penny L. Is it a boy? It's a girl. That one too is a girl. Penny L. Yeah, three girls. So boy number next year, boy number. Eh? After elections. <laughs> After elections. <laughs> Fantastic. 
Yes. And he, he will remember it. He has to remember it. And that input must be remembered till he dies. He has to tell the children, tell the wife. When the wife is a certain, you have to be thanking. Tell her, she owes me offerings. Oh. She owes me offerings, Pao. Can you hear me? I just have to say, no, not this one. That's all. Then he would never have gone there. No matter how voluptuously she was looking and very beautiful. No, no, no. My word would have finished everything. But sometimes people don't value the input that is made. But it's very important. Oh, yes. Don't let the passage of time, the fact that your mother gave birth to you are now 31, doesn't mean that she's no longer your mother. Or that when you were, I was my mother's son till she died at 80 something. Yeah. And I was 50, 56 when she died. 56, 57, 56 when she died. Are you listening to me? She, I'm still my man. I'll go to her. Yeah. She doesn't. She, occasionally she calls me. She calls me bishop because out of respect. You know. I said, yes, ma. I'm coming. I'm on my way. Oh, things are not the same. Since you gave birth to me, I'm now, I'm now in command of people, eh? You can't just be calling me to come and do things up and down. Passage of time is changing you. Some of you who are married, you have married a nice girl. Passage of time. What's the sun? The way you are towards her. You used to call her darling. Now you call her hey. Away. Away. Eh, Bremen, see why? You don't even know how to say please. You are, you are like a bushman. A lot of men, when you marry, you don't read any book or listen out for any. Men. If there are seminars, you won't attend. If there are conferences about marriage, you will not go. Men, men don't go for such things. That, a lot of women will go, but they always want to do things better in the house. But the men, they, they will not attend. Meanwhile, they don't know anything too. Away. Owe, how can you call your wife Owe? Owe is saying, Owe, what is this? Owe is, is it a name? Ah, madam, madam, hey, madam, 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 hey, madam, I come to you, I come to you. If you say it, yow. Do you understand? You have to learn how to say nice things to Gina. Congratulations anyway on your 10th anniversary. Beautiful. Beautiful. I hope you have a pet name for her instead of Gina. You have, you have a pet name for her. You say all the time or sometimes. All the time. Babes. Huh? Huh? Me and more. Hey. Wow. 
Ajenakwa International. <laughs> Please get up. Let's go home. <laughs> Fantastic. Study history. Don't allow your successes or prosperity change you. And then don't let the passage of time. Don't let. Tell yourself that time is going. That's why every year if there's somebody to say thank you to, you should say it. And you should recall the things that have been done for you. Say it. Write it. It doesn't matter. You repeat it. Sometimes even you are telling the person, oh, no, don't say that he doesn't want to hear it anymore. Share. Have you not heard? Stop it. I like it. Yeah. Don't stop saying it. Stop it, but don't stop saying it. That's what they are saying. Oh, Aso Monko. So when you went to your mother-in-law and she said, Aso Monko, I said, now nah, you don't give anything again. Share. You have made a mistake. When somebody says it doesn't matter, oh, you, oh, Aso, oh, it's okay. Oh, you know, just you keep it for the children. No, no, no. It doesn't mean, hey, it means add more. Share. Double it. No, last year when we went, we gave her, said, oh, because of her diabetes, she doesn't drink milk and she doesn't say, hey, for more things, different, different fruit, different things, with money. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Don't say, my father doesn't need money. You are joking. Even if they don't need, give. That's a sign of sanction. Yes. I'm remembering you, how far you brought me, and I want to thank God for your life. Here is 2,000. Here is 5,000. Here is some of you, you should buy a car. Instead of every day, Ghana cities, Ghana cities, 100 cities, 200, 200, 200. Look, anybody you have been giving 100 to make it 1,000 from now. We are all tired of this 100, 100, 100. Every make it thousand. If you give thousand, make it five thousand. What's not there? The dollar is even eroding. So make it seven thousand, ten thousand. That's how we give. Instead of you go to your mother and say, My mother doesn't need anything. Oh, my auntie. Oh, now man is Oh, yeah, yeah. Share. You have made a big mistake. Share. Give it. If you are giving Archbishop an offering, you say, oh, it's okay. You know, you, God bless you. You need it more than I do. Then you say, oh, since that time, no, I realized that he's okay. Share. It means multiply by ten. Hey. Hey. If it's my birthday, so Bishop dear, also when you Benz, Benz or I mean, he has cars and so Bishop, he doesn't need anything. Hey, baboons, stand out here. Share. Benz, not any ever to fuel. And son, a light back, and say, yeah, 5,000. 
In the afternoon, can never more. Yes. Dollars. Asso. Bishop. So, Bishop Asso is a professor. Confessors, they don't need money for anything. Share. Share the captain. My rest is canoe. You're simple. Thank you, Bishop. But this is beautiful. Lift your hand. Father, thanks a million. Thank you. May we never forget what God has done. Not his statutes, not his judgments, not his commandments, not his laws. May we not forget that it is he who gives us power to get work. May we always recount it to our wives, our children, our children's children, what God has done in our lives. Don't let prosperity change you. Don't let the passage of time change your attitude towards people who have helped you in your life. Don't let the passage of time bring confusion. Father, for everyone here, let the grace to remember, the grace to be grateful and thankful for input that you have made in our lives and others have made in our lives. May they never fade in our memory. May we always remember so we can be grateful. So we never become a people that fall into the group of those that in the last days shall be unthankful. Oh mighty God, have mercy on us. The spirit of ingratitude is a lot in our system. The spirit of unthankfulness is a lot in these last days. Save your people from it. Oh yes, as a pastor, may I be grateful and thankful for all the input from the shepherds and pastors and basenta leaders who have made such great, done such great works to make things work in your house. May I never be ungrateful. May I remember it always. And remember the contribution of individuals. Some who gave their lands. Some who gave their cars. Some who gave their rings. Gave different things. Phones, iPads, everything. To help your church to be built. Oh yes, we will remember all of them. And Lord, when we remember them, we pray for them. That you will remember them. And give them a token for good. And help them in their lives. Let them learn by experience. That the Lord has blessed them because of the input they made in our lives and in your church. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Lift your hand and thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Maybe there's somebody in your life you need to send a message to. There's somebody in your life you need to visit and bless. There's somebody in your life you need to remember and send appropriate thanks and appropriate offerings and appropriate gratitude. Oh yes, oh yes. Mako tayaga ne pasodia mi handelima rota shikesio ma valikere nese o chabile kratosie ma talige o chama sota mi kavalahaya. Blessed be God. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Lord. Because he's giving Jesus Christ his son.
guides us and help us, helps us to do what is right. We pray, Lord, that we we'll continue to be doers of your word and not hearers only. Not just hear the word and just forget them, but hear them, obey them, be transformed by them so we can reap the blessings of obedience. We thank you, mighty God, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you are here this morning, somebody invited you, but you're not a born-again Christian, wherever you are standing, please lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Anybody here like that? Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Anybody here like that? Lift your hand. Maybe somebody invited you, but you're not a born-again Christian. All right. Let's all pray this prayer together. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me for all my sins. And cleanse me with the precious blood of Jesus. From today, I will serve you with my life, with gratitude, with a grateful heart. I will serve you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Father, for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, Amen. Clap for Jesus and be seated. Ah, communion. Stand up, please. Take your communion elements. This is the body of Jesus Christ. As you eat it, remember the Lord's death. Remember, Jesus died. Jesus shed his blood for our sins. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, the body of Jesus Christ. This is the blood of Jesus. The blood that sheds that was shed for us for the remission of all our sins. By this blood, our sins are forgiven. Our mistakes are washed away. 
Our shortcomings are strengthened to serve and to obey God even more. Father, we thank you for the blood that cleanses and washes the blood of Jesus Christ. Remember you. The Lord help you. As He has caused you to see the end of 2023, may you arrive tonight with great joy and great ex- with much expectations for greater things that lie ahead in 2024. The Lord help you. Whatever state you were in in 2023, may He take you three steps forward, three steps higher, seven steps higher in the name of Jesus. Whatever sickness buffeted you up to 2023, the Lord give you victory and salvation and healing in the year 2024 and beyond. May you not sleep in a hospital bed. May you never be on admission. May you never be on an operating table. May the Lord help you with his mighty right hand. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. May his power flow through your body. In the mighty name of Jesus. Live long. Prosper. Be in health. And serve him all the days of your life. Lord bless and strengthen you. In the year 2024, may you never have an accident on the way. As he has preserved your going out and your coming in, so may he preserve your going out and your coming in. May you never come under the power of even one man or three men. Three men with machetes. Five men with guns. The Lord deliver you from their hand. The Lord make their steps be diverted from your course. May you never come into contact with them. For even the fear of their presence to stay with you. The Lord help you and deliver you. You will not have an accident by fire. Nor by flooding. You will not have an accident by a motor accident. Or aircraft accident. In the name of Jesus. You shall not be electrocuted. We declare it over you and your children. May God keep you. May God help you. In Jesus' name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30am and 10.30am. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.